99 Jams. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday to you all. It's your girl, Super Cindy, and welcome to Community Matters. You know how it goes down on Community Matters? We give you resources, information from nonprofits and organizations, things happening in our community. And if you directly cannot use the information we're giving, you know what I say, pass it on to a friend or family member. And you can always head over to our website, 99jamsmiami.com, and hear all past episodes with resources, numbers, and all that good stuff. So in this episode, if you miss a number or some type of information, you can always buy this morning, tune in on the 99jamsmiami.com website. So this morning, we have an organization, the Fort Lauderdale Chapter of the Jack and Jill of America, Inc. organization. We have the Greater Fort Lauderdale Chapter President, Miss Lisa Ivory. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Super Cindy. How are you? <laughs> I am awesome. Really excited about speaking to you guys because I've never interviewed and I need to know information about Jack and Jill of America, Inc. So so what exactly is Jack and Jill of America, Inc.? So Jack and Jill of America is a national organization that was founded back in 1938. And so now we boast 262 chapters that represent more than 50,000 family members making a difference in our communities nationwide. Um, our main goal, we are committed to nurturing the future African-American leaders of this country. I know, that's right. Like nowadays with, um, what is the age group of Jack and Jill members? Well, so, the teens. Yeah, yeah, so the age group, we actually um, work with mo uh, mothers who have children between the ages of 2 and 19. Oh, okay. Yes. So those are very important ages. Starting from 2, That that that's like the best scenario that you get them from when they're 2 so you can really groom them from the beginning. And then if they come in their teens later years... There's always a chance for everyone to be reformed. It's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> and even those that we have, um, that we get very young, you know, they still go through their teenage years. Hello. But we're right we're right there with them. We're right on top of them. What Absolutely. you doing? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of our main goals, um, Cindy, is to monthly, we divide our the children up in um, age-appropriate groups. Mm -hmm. And so monthly, they have activities that expose them to something different. So it oh, could be super cool. educational, um, it could be in STEM or the arts, civic engagement, cultural. And so each year, they do um, very tailored activities around those different thrusts. Mm -hmm. And the goal is to expose them to something different and to enrich them as well. So I introduced you you, um, your organization as the Fort Lauderdale chapter. Does that mean there's chapters across Florida or how big is Jack and Jill of America? Jack and Jill has 262 chapters nationwide. Um, I, in Florida, we are part of the sweet, sweet southeastern region. Mm -hmm. And so I believe across the state of Florida, we may have 14 chapters, but we have four chapters right here in South Florida. Wow. So we have the Palm Beach chapter. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the president of the greater than great, greater Fort Lauderdale chapter. <laughs> and then we also have two chapters in Miami. Um, we have the Miami chapter and the South Miami chapter. Where do... So... With the Jack and Jill of America, adults become members 
and then you guys are the ones that are mentoring the kids or how do how does it break down like what exactly who does Jack and Jill consist of as far as the adults go like, okay so the that? membership is held by the mother so in order oh. to be um, a member of Jack and Jill you have to be um, a mother of a child between the ages of 2 to 19 years old gotcha and so um, the membership it's a family organization but mm-hmm. the mother holds the membership okay. and so um, once your oldest child graduates from high school mm-hmm. you also graduate out of Jack and Jill you tenure oh. out and you're no longer um, a member you can become what's called an associate member where mm-hmm. you know those who have graduated out but you're no longer active in the chapter so it's for a very you know short amount of time it seems like a long period but it goes, but it fast. goes so <laughs> fast it goes so fast you, you, you're speaking as if you are a mom who joined Jack and Jill for that reason or like how did you become involved with the Jack, Jack and Jill of America so um, you hit the nail on the head that's exactly how I became a mom so when my my oldest son who is now a sophomore at FAMU mm-hmm. when he started going through puberty I'll say around fourth or fifth grade we started Mm. bumping heads a little bit this Mm. was even before the teenage years Mm. it was puberty (laughs) and I'm also a very very proud member of Mm. 30 year member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated but at the time I said hmm my son and I are bumping heads and I feel like I need to do a lot more with him. So mm-hmm. I was serving the community um, with my Delta chapter, but then I also felt like I want to do more to get my kids involved. And so I looked into membership in Jack and Jill mm-hmm. because I just felt like we were bumping heads too much and I wanted mm-hmm. to have more great experiences with him. Yeah, and memories, so, making memories. Absolutely. Of- and so that's why I sought membership um, in Jack and Jill. That's so yes. super cool because sometimes when they start hitting that age, like like that TV commercial that shows the mom and their her young son hugging all the time, and then when he's getting on the school bus, she's trying to hug him. He's like, no, <laughs> like it, it kind of that that's facts. It goes so <laughs> quick. I mean, my my little one, my my youngest son, Dylan, he's in the eighth grade now, and he's been in Jack and Jill since he was in preschool, oh. and so that was the time where I couldn't get enough hugs. <laughs> he was all about mommy, 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 and and now I could barely get away by when I drop him <laughs> off to school. So. It does. So you have to cherish cherish those moments. Exactly. Um, and also with Jack and Jill, you know, in, in a lot of instances, a lot of some of our children, a lot of our children go to schools um, or they may actually even live in communities with people who don't necessarily look like them mm-hmm. or have the same background. Diverse. Yes. So it is an opportunity for our children to come together in a safe space with families and children who look like them who can relate to them, Mm. and who probably has the same cultural background as them. And so that's why some... some people, mm-hmm. you know, seek membership in Jack and Jill as well. It is a community. It is a family. Um, and and our ultimate goal is to just um, raise our children to be outstanding citizens and not only the next group of leaders, but servant leaders. Um, because community service and giving back is very, very essential to the core of what we instill um, through Jack and Jill. That's awesome because I think like um, at a younger age or teenagers or whatever, when teens start volunteering, they see people in need. And just by them volunteering, doing maybe the simplest thing or the biggest thing, they see how they help that person in need. And it doesn't always have to do with money. It has to do with their time and donating their time. And seeing people that may be less fortunate or underserved than they are, and it kind of, like you said, 
puts them in a different, you know, uh, atmosphere than they would normally be on their own. You know, like, oh, I'm just not going to be around there. Right. But I, I think that's much needed because a lot of teenagers think this is how life is and everything's all easy because parent, as parents, parents bust their butt to give their child the best. So they might not even know if the parents are struggling or not and don't may not be involved with people that are struggling and not know. Absolutely. And yeah. And I and I can tell you a perfect example of that is um so we have the children from 2 to 19, but once they become teenagers, mm-hmm. they kind of operate as their own chapter inside of the chapter. They have their mm-hmm. own executive board. Like we have, I'm the president of the chapter, but there's also a team, team president, okay. a team vice president. Those teenagers come together monthly and they decide what programs they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they decide what community service they're going so to do. So what cause they want to. And so a few years yeah. ago, our teens decided that they wanted to give to kids who were less fortunate on Christmas morning. Those kids who may not um, other otherwise have gifts when they wake up in the morning. Mm. And so we partnered with um, the Chris Smith Foundation and who had already identified families in need within Broward County. And so our teens spend their Christmas Eves, and they've been doing this for the past five or six years, buying gifts, purchasing gifts, wrapping gifts. Mm. And they get up at 5 a.m. on Christmas morning. Hello. And they go to these families, big car parade. They deliver these gifts to the kids. And it is one of the most beautiful things. I will tell you, the first time they did it, they complained. It was like, I have to get up at 5 o'clock on Christmas morning. Christmas Day. Where's my gifts? After that first time, (laughs) Mm. they're like, when are we going? I don't, like, it, it is just. It was such a life-changing experience. And so my son, who just became a teenager, did mm-hmm. it for the first time this Christmas. Aww. And to hear him talking about, oh, my gosh, seeing those kids, ripping those gifts, seeing those kids. I mean, we have Santa Claus. We have elves. We're yes. all dressed up. We do a big caravan. Like, the community mm-hmm. comes out. And just to look on these kids' faces and what that does for our kids, it makes them want to give back any even more. Yeah, because they see the reaction of their actions making someone else smile to the extent Absolutely. that I'm sure those children receiving gifts. And even the parents that are with them, mm-hmm. like, just such a heavy burden because there's so much stress and pressure during the holidays to get your kid this and get your kid and you guys help out like that. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a beautiful thing but the fact that it's led by our teens like they decide to do that and they do it and they raise money every year to give back and they choose the the, they choose the organizations they want to give back to. Last year we presented um, Peace Swap um, probably sure you probably know Bridget McKinney she's over Peace Swap they give free swimming lessons to kids in um, in Miami every summer it's a really big thing and our kids felt like we want to give money to that organization so we invited her in and they got $5,000 not from the moms we raised money too but our teenagers say this is what we want to donate the money we raised to this year that's super awesome yeah you gave me perspective now that they're the ones okay amongst each other what organization we're going to give back to and especially with so many children drowning Yes. That's such a major issue, and they recognize that, and to help bring awareness to her organization and get the word out. So I see here that um, Jack and Jill, um, you guys have like five point, I don't know why I can't say this word, pro- programmatic thrust. Yes. <laughs> All right, so there's cultural awareness, which you spoke a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, it's so important to have that cultural awareness and know, you know diversity and things like that. 
Um, so what about the educational development? Like, where So that educational development, our kids, um, this goes into the programs that they do. They get together and do monthly. Mm-hmm. And so um, an example of that is STEAM is really big for us. So mm-hmm. science, technology, educational arts, and math. Yes. And so um, with STEAM, our kids may do something in robotics. Um, they've done the overnight stay at the museum where they get oh, cool. to have first hands-on activity with the um with the with the exhibits that are there mm-hmm. I'm thinking steam this year I think I, I'm thinking about the middle school group because that's where my son is now um, but they do everything they've done like I fly um, sometimes they'll do they've done surfing lessons and they oh, have to cool. figure out like the physics and stuff behind yeah. that how so, does the body stay on a board yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely so I mean they they we try and the goal for, for the mothers who are planning these is to always do something that they probably wouldn't get an opportunity to do, yeah. you know, even in school or at a party, just yeah. exposing them to, to something yeah. really different. Um, While I, learning. Oh, I can tell you what I did for them educational. I'm like, what did I do? So mm-hmm. this year, um, I took the middle school group. We took the Brightline train for the oh, first time. We all, it was most of our first time on the Brightline. We took it to West Palm Beach. And one of the educational, what falls under educational is financial literacy. Yeah. And so I worked it out with the H&M there. They all went there. They had to go through having a shopping experience. Um, How much? Pick up things, a whole an entire outfit. They had to add up what it would be with the tax. They had to present it. And I gave gifts to the ones who came in the most economical then we left there. We went to improv where they had a master class on the art of stand-up comedy. So you know how middle school oh, kids are. Man. They're always cracking jokes got on each other. Jokes. I was like, y'all think y'all so funny. I got something for y'all. Mm-hmm. And they literally learned how to formulate a stand-up routine. <laughs> cool. And a few of them got up and did their routines. And they were so funny. It was That's a so really cool. cool experience. And then we went to Publix and they did another shopping experience as well. So yeah, with that, they budget, got... Yes. How much money you have and don't overspend. And yep. then getting the laugh on creative as writers and just you guys like really sparked yeah. just that one trip we did and then we had to you know they learned we we had someone at Brightline talk to us about um, the economic impact that it brought to the community yeah. and then learned about you know just the, the railroad industry so that one event that I did with those 30 so middle school kids 30. it was really impactful it was really impactful and you know Brightline now I think they just launched going to Orlando yes time to go to Orlando At, with yeah and one of the kids. activities the teens because they do their own thing every mm-hmm. year one of the things they vote for for the mm-hmm. past few years has been Halloween Horror Night so I was oh, like well that's going to be so good if they can Universal. take the bright line yeah. and we don't have to um, do the whole charter bus and all of that this year so I see also one of them is um, social and recreational mm-hmm. I know that you know healthy lifestyles and being active and moving around instead of always being in your phone or in front of a video game or a computer screen is important So they, and they also learn how to make eye contact interact with humans absolutely because we're so the the teens now are just always their face in their phone. So I love that fact that, you know, teaching them how to socialize and mm-hmm. communicate and make eye contact and all of that. Yeah, that that is that is really important and we do teach those leadership skills. We try to get them off their phones, but if they're if they have an if 
if the phones are involved, we try to make sure it's something where they're doing some research and they yeah. have to report out. Um, but one of our big components under social and recreation also is HBCU. So mm. we um, support, we make sure we expose our kids to historic, historical black colleges and mm. universities as an organization. Um, we have a program where we give back to HBCUs. We raise money um, for HBCUs and give back, even with our teen conference. I know we'll talk about that in a little bit. One of their big community service projects is going to be um, packing duffel bags for students at Florida Memorial. So nice. we always try to make a HBCU experience, you know, um, some of the things they've done of we've taken trips up to the Florida Classic. Mm-hmm. They've gotten to tour the FAMU Law School, hear, learn about the history of why it was developed in the first place because mm-hmm. they wouldn't allow um, black students into the only law school back in the day, which was University of Florida. The so they had to create mm-hmm. um, a law school for FAM, and then they took it away and gave mm-hmm. it to Florida State. And then mm-hmm. after a long time, we were able to bring it back. But it's in Orlando. So they learned that. They got to um, participate in like a mock um, trial. trial. So, you know, we do a lot of different things under those umbrella under mm-hmm. the umbrella of social recreation, but um, HBCUs has been a big part of that. With Jack and Jill of America, does I know you said a mom and their child mm-hmm. or teen or whatever. What if a child doesn't have a mom, like, or, or is parentless? Is there anything like, can they a guardian or as long as an adult yes. is their partner? A- absolutely. So it's, it's the, it's the, the membership is held by the mother or the guardian. Mm. So that, that's how you, you okay. join. And so of course there's a process to join and, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be, you know, sort of screened because we are dealing yeah. with children and stuff yeah. and, you know, and, Everything and cleared up. Right. And <laughs> all of that. Checked and, out. Yeah. And then there, you know, the possible vote and all of it's, yeah. it's a lot, it's a process. You just can't come and like sign up and join yeah. but, um, but because we're dealing it. with once children you that, once, once you do it it is obviously. it is absolutely worth it yes and one of one of them also is health like we just said um or the organization is health conscious and a lot of teenagers or children don't really think about their health because they feel most of the time good so they're not thinking about the do's and don'ts of mm-hmm. eating and walking and physical activity I spoke to a doctor the other day. I interviewed her, and she was talking about how the obesity numbers in young people is growing so much. And that does, I feel like, have to do with the not being active because we're in front of screens all day and Absolutely. watching TV and You know, when we that. grew up, being outside for a good portion of the day was... Okay. That's and, what we did. And we didn't go inside to get a drink because then our mom would probably make us do a chore or we something. Drank so we drank hose. out of the water. Exactly. Hose. And it was hot. <laughs> and we did not want that light to come on because we wanted to stay out and play. Exactly. But because they have everything at their fingertips, they really don't get that as much. And mm-hmm. so we definitely do promote healthy lifestyle, healthy um, healthy eating practices. Um, our little babies actually just had an activity past weekend when they were learning. Um, it was a cooking activity with a chef and learning mm-hmm. how to make, you know, healthy snacks. That's but cool. um, a big component of health is mm-hmm. mental health, too. Oh, you so, hit on the nose. That yes, is big. It is a huge check. As a national organization, we actually have a partnership with an organization called Sunrise mm-hmm. that's all about... Um, mental health primarily in our black boys mm. and so it's for everyone but it was a really keen focus on the mental health of black boys and what's happening with our black boys mm. and even um, lately seeing the the rate of suicide increase within our black boys as well and so what do we do how do we keep them talking how do we keep them 
um, happy? How do we keep their mental health strong and just providing resources that we need? And just even sometimes with the parents, how do you talk to your child? How do you get them to open up? Because we know those teenagers, they uh go from talking too much to like, they ain't got nothing to say. So how do you make sure that your child's mental health is intact as well? Yeah, oh, I love that. And I love, like, honestly even problem resolution because sometimes when issues with them like young people they think this is like the end of the world and this issue is so big and there's no solution so definitely teaching them problem resolution is something big to and communicating yes the communication the conflict resolution we actually have a series of leadership modules Mm -hmm. also that our children have to do our teens have to do don't ask me what all of them are right now (laughs) it's financial it's cultural it's art Mm -hmm. Um, but they have to complete that and and just part of what we do every year um, is you know the health component but there has been a really big focus on mental health as a matter of fact this month may is um, is mental health it's, month it's mental health month yes. yes and so we even have a check in not even on the kids but check in on a on another mom at jack mm-hmm. and jill you know you know the saying check on your strong friends on your strong friends for real for real they're yes. ones depending on them and then so let's talk about this leadership conference it sounds super exciting it's the 67th annual teen leadership conference it's happening at the diplomat beach resort june 13th through the 18th and 67th annual 67th annual this has been going on for 67 years in our region. So because Jack and Jill is a national organization mm-hmm. of children, this conference has to be broken down by region because you will have too Two, many teams. 80,000 children. <laughs> yes. And so what um, the the conference this year, the Greater Fort Lauderdale chapter is, is hosting at the Diplomat in Hollywood Beach. Mm-hmm. And so we are anticipating about 1,200 teams from Whoa. Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee. So the five states that make up our region. And throughout that four-day conference, Mm -hmm. they work hard and they play hard. And so they, um, again, this is at the regional level. So it's Mm -hmm. the same thing. The teams, they have plenaries. They have a teen regional board who will run those plenaries. They will vote on what the topic um, will be for the next conference. Mm. The the topic this year is Black Excellence Aspire to Build an Empire. Mm. They voted on that last year. This is all teen-driven. And so So that's... a year later, now they're going to execute it. They're going to execute Black Excellence Aspire to Build an Empire. And so throughout these days, they're going to have... um, workshops, they're going to do community service projects, they're going to have a formal gala on the last night that's honoring all the seniors who are graduating out because Mm -hmm. after you graduate high school, you have graduated out of Jack Mm -hmm. and Jill. And so we make a big deal about our seniors. We celebrate them. It's competitive. There are competitions by chapters. So the Mm -hmm. chapters will be competing. um, And like every chapter has to make up a T-shirt. And so we have a group. We we got about 35 local people from the community to judge like banners and T-shirts and scrapbooks. The look of each Um, one, yeah. They can compete in athletics. They can Mm -hmm. compete in academics. Um, And then we have a big sports and game day where they compete. The chapters compete against each other in basketball and football and track and field and tennis. That sounds super fun. It's so fun. And then they have a themed party every night. So they work hard during the day and they have a theme party every night. And have fun that night. And it's all all a theme. And I love the fact it says here also um, they find out about different careers and colleges and universities across the nation. So it's not just like in their city. It's not just in their city. So that is awesome. So 
like I said, you know, it's a process to get into the Jack and Jill of America organization. So, again, let people know where they can go and find out more information and to try to join so that <laughs> next year they can be at the conference with their team. Okay, absolutely. So, um, you can reach out to me. I am the chapter president. Um, I can be reached at GFTL, that's G as in greater, FTL as in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. president at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also reach out to our vice president who's over membership, and that would be GFTL membership at gmail.com. And is there an IG, like an Instagram page? Yes, of the we are Jack and, G- Jack and Jill underscore GFTL. Um, that is our our Instagram page, and that's open to the public. So you can see um, all of the things we highlight that our children are doing. We just celebrated our eight graduating seniors yes. this past Sunday. It was a beautiful, heartfelt, emotional ceremony <laughs> to see them, you know, come from little kids to graduating Started out. And they talk about now we're here. Yes, what Jack and Jill has meant to them. And so we're just ex- we're so excited for um, for our children to be hosting this conference because it's a huge undertaking. Yes, um, and then just to see our children. And, and everything that they'll get out of it. And they also have workshops during that conference. They so learn throughout. What is the everything. organization's um, website? Oh, you can go to Jack and Jill America Inc. And everything is spelled org. right. Mm-hmm. Spelled out, right? Spelled Jack out. And Jack Jill. and Jill Inc. Dot org. Oh, Jack and Jill Inc. Dot org. Yes. Awesome. That is it. So this morning, we have been speaking to Lisa Ivory. She is the Greater Fort Lauderdale chapter of Jack and Jill. Um, She's the president. And make sure you visit jackandjillinc.org for more information. And also Jack and Jill GFTL. You can follow that on Instagram. Stay connected. If you have a child or a teenager, make sure you find out about Jack and Jill Inc. so that you can bond more with your children and all that good stuff. And Lisa, I just want to thank you so much for being here today and informing us on Jack and Jill of America. Thank you so much for having me, Cindy. It was <laughs> such a pre- such a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jams.